What's up, Sitters? This is Bradford Doug. This one with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. What's happening, dude? And we are front porch sitting, and it has been a busy, busy week in college football. I feel like so much has happened since the last time we were here. I really do feel like the entire landscape of college football has changed. It hasn't quite, but yeah, since uh, since the last time we were here, there's been a, a bunch of changes. Yeah, we went from Billy Napier almost being your coach, or maybe being your coach, to being your coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, we, we kind of saw that one coming, I feel like. That, that was one of the worst kept secrets of all time, I believe, but <laughs> it's okay. It's here now, and it's done, and then a lot ensued after that, buddy. Yeah. What a weekend, though. In oh, like early part of the week, like happy Thursday. I'm happy to be in your ears that you're in, like spending your time with us on the front porch. Absolutely, we have a freaking good show. But like, what a whirlwind! Like Bro, 48 so, hours. So much has happened since I last, or since we last seen, saw, yeah, sat here. Like, like um, I've seen you guys, but since we last sat here, yeah, like one pebble started a rock slide in the coaching world. Like we had we had Thanksgiving last week a week ago as you're listening right um, which I hope you guys had a really good Thanksgiving I I, I feel like you both did because I talked to you both on Thanksgiving <laughs> but and then uh, I saw you both Friday night as well yep yep yeah so, I, and I was here Thursday night hanging out with you so yeah, yeah we we yeah so but it, yeah it, it just feels like it feels like a long time since we last uh, sat at this table and and had these mics in front of our faces yeah. well when that many stories break it is going to feel like a long time and also we had our rivalry game this week I'm uh, the one time the front porch is divided that happened <laughs> I don't know if it's the one time but it's the main time yeah it is the major time yeah uh, we're gonna get into all that right we have, what what do we what do we all have going on the uh, on the show tonight man well like we said all these coaching changes we're gonna call it the coaching carousel um the Florida Florida State game and that's those are the two big ones we're going to talk about. But before we get into any of that, let's go ahead and talk about JW Weaponry. It is almost Christmas time, folks, and it is hunting season. So go see those guys. They are really, really good. You can go see them in person, which is what we recommend. But if not, Joey Edge has a number for you. Uh, the number is 386-243-8587. I'm glad I didn't get hung up on this one like I did a week or two ago. That was pretty embarrassing after uh, 120 <laughs> episodes of Saying the number, it just it escapes me. But no, it's three eight six two four three eight five eight seven to JW Weaponry. Um, definitely, definitely go with them or go see them. I'm sorry, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, they got a layaway program, right, Chris? Isn't that? Yeah, they got every, they got everything. Honestly, they have uh, all the stuff that you need. Um, go see them. John Ransom, like really, really big sales on um, Black Friday. But, like, even if it's, like, stocking stuffers, ammunition, stuff like that, go see those people, man. They, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, um, they'll take care of you. I actually may have sold a gun for John today. Um, guy at my uh, school where I work, he was, like, wanting to, um, uh, he was wanting to, like, get, like, a, a shotgun or something like that for his son to <coughs> shoot. So, uh, I told him, hey, man, go see JW Weaponry. And uh, I did, I said, tell him the front porch sent you. Don't tell him I sent you. So, We'll see, man. We'll see. So go see them. They're really, really good. Uh, pick them this week, and actually, I didn't do terrible, and that's the first time I haven't done terrible in a few weeks. A few weeks. Yeah. So that, that's exciting. And I know my one miss. It's a critical one this week. What yeah. was your one miss? Actually, I don't know my one miss because <laughs> I, I forgot that I didn't pick Florida State in hopes of a jinx. Your one miss was Texas A and M. Oh man, yeah, that it actually cost me money too. So mm. dang yeah. you, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Multiple times. 
the total records right now, Bradford is 22 and 30. Ooh, Christopher gosh. is 25 and 27. Mm. And I am 24 and 28. Not our best effort. Yeah, we underachieved. Um, no, but we all had decent. We Nobody was below 500 this past week, so that's got to be a plus, I oh, guess. Yeah. yeah, true, true. But, yeah, so this week we have Baylor and Oklahoma State. If this is all championship games, I, I'll be honest. I don't know exactly where all of them are being played, but. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, yeah. we're all under 500. We'll shoot from the hip here. Yeah. yeah. So Oklahoma State is five-and-a-half-point favorites over Baylor. Uh, Georgia is six-and-a-half-point favorites over Alabama. Houston is ten-and-a-half-point underdogs to Cincinnati. And uh, Wake Forest and Pitt. Pitt is minus three as we speak. Wow, who would have thought that would be the ACC championship? I you could have given me a lot of guesses, and those those two teams wouldn't have come up into my uh, into my old brain to say that was going to be the two that uh, that represented the ACC in the ACC championship game. No, I mean for so long, you know, you've either had Clemson or Florida State, and I bet going for a long way back, it's probably been that. Yeah, one at of least the two. one of the two. Yeah, weird times, weird times. <laughs> Hopefully, that's coming to an end. Yeah, where we where do we want to start here? Let's start. We'll end with the uh, the the big one. Bama, Georgia. We'll end with that one. Okay. You want to start in Texas? Yeah, Baylor and Oklahoma State. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Right. I uh, five and a half. I think it's gonna be a low scoring dogfight. Both teams play good defense. They both have okay offenses, but their their staples right now are both defenses. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Baylor in the points just because I think it's gonna be more of a lower scoring game. Okay. Um, Brad, I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. I don't know what their mascot is, so they're Cowboys. Oh, sweet. Um, you went Baylor, Joey. Yeah. Brad went Oklahoma State. Yeah. I'm one game ahead of him right now. You're three games ahead of him right now. Oh, I am. Yeah, you're three ahead of him, one ahead of me. I'm one ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a pick'em for me. Yeah. But Baylor, yeah. <clears throat> Gosh, I gotta stop coughing. It's killing me, man. Yeah. Me too. I know it's killing the eardrums too. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Um, Dirtbag. How dare you cough? <laughs> I've been doing this for like three weeks. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Houston and Cincinnati. Cincy is 10.5 point favorites. I'll go last in this one, so if somebody else can go first. All right, I'll go first. Um, uh, Cincinnati not to cover. Give me Houston. All right, Lee. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Seriously. Uh, great pick, my friend. Um, give me, give me uh, what's his name? Doug Belk? Yeah, the Cougs. Yeah. You want the Cougs and Doug Bell? Yeah, I just I just don't believe in um, I don't believe in Cincinnati to cover. They've burnt me. It's been a while, but they have burnt me before to not cover. Um, and with their head coach, his name is swirling around that carousel a little bit. How focused are they in Cincinnati? I I think Cincinnati's very focused because I think they they have a chance to break the break the trend and get to the playoff. Um. Yeah, Joey's big on Cincinnati. Fade him. I was planning on going Houston because ten and a half is a lot. It's a lot of points. And oh. I think and I think Houston's good. Yeah, I'm going Houston still. Okay. Oh well. Um, that's a good pick though. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think ten and a half is a lot. Uh, I do like Cincinnati, and yeah, I think everyone go pound Cincinnati right now because yeah, Cincinnati's a lock, <laughs> a lock of the year at this point. Um, Wake Forest and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is three point favorites, Chris. Um, that one's gonna be in North Carolina, Charlotte, um, I believe. Yeah, Charlotte. Um, 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 give me Wake. I think their offense is freaky enough. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I think I have Wake here. 
I've been going back and forth on this. It's, I mean, it's a good number. Three. Three, three is the right number, and I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can see it going a whole lot of ways, but I'm going to go with Wake as well. So I'm going to let Brad pick, and I'll tell you why I went Wake too. <clears throat> let me go Pittsburgh. I'm going to. You need to find a game here, don't you? Well, and I feel like you're about to tell me he's not playing, but I like Kenny Pickett. <coughs> he's playing. Okay. And, um, well, Sorry. as far as I know. Here's, here's why I think Wake – and they, I could be wrong. <laughs> been wrong before. But um, make that dose, please. Um, Wake Forest is an, are old. Like, they're old. They're right. an old football team. They're experienced. Um, they have a lot of, like, fifth-year and then, like, even, like, six-year COVID guys, too. Um, so – I think that that will help them in in this type of game in a in a it should be a tight dog fight four quarter fist fight type of football game. I like your analysis there. You like that? I do like that. Yeah. And I, I and I agree with what you said originally. Their offense is just funky enough that you know. I think because it, Pitt's Pitt's front four are pretty good. Right. But that but that like um, delayed mesh that they have is is uh, is is tough. It's a different, it's different. It's a different beast. Right. It takes a little bit of time to get used to if you ever get used to it, and maybe too long. Yeah. All right. Last game. Ooh. Sorry. Um, Georgia and Bama. This is the game of the weekend, right? Should yeah, be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's my turn. I have to go first here. You just went first, but you're more than oh, welcome no, to I don't go again. Nope, nope, nope. I'll go first. Give me them Georgia Bulldogs. Um, uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The only team that can beat Georgia right now is Georgia. It's a great opportunity for Georgia to get beat by Georgia right here, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, it won't take a, a, a lot of mistakes for Alabama. To, I mean, they're still Alabama. They may not be quite as that nasty of a defense we've seen in the past, but if Georgia makes a few mistakes, Alabama can jump on top, and they have the experience to – Take get, take it. I uh, this game is super intriguing to me. I think this is Georgia's uh, "we're here" moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in a way, I think this is this is the, this is their way of, of coming out and saying this is this is our our world right now. And I think they are the best team in college football. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. Um, but all, Bama's Bama's uh, Bama's Bama, and until you beat Bama in this in this game, hard for me to pick against Bama, especially getting six and a half points. So I'm taking Alabama just because of of who they are, and uh, like I said, I still think Georgia's the best team in college football. That's that's not gonna, even if they lose this weekend, that's not going to change for me. No, um, Georgia's in the playoffs either way, right? Yes. Okay, I agree. No matter what, I agree. They could get beat by 50, and I still think they're in. Uh, yeah, probably, but that, I don't think yeah. they can get beat by 50 no matter what. No. But I don't think they're giving up 50 points this year. Uh, probably not. No, I don't think they have. I think they've given up eighty, but that's, that's silly un- in eleven games, twelve games. Un- unbelievable. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Georgia, and here's why. I'm gonna go Georgia because <clears throat> because I just don't think. And, and here's the thing too: the Alabama will have to be able to run the football, and apparently the running back Robinson isn't 100 percent healthy if right. at all. If he if he's playing at all, right? And I know it's a factory, and they have other ones, but. I think no, but Trey Sanders hasn't looked very good. He's the only real backup they have right now. Like he's the only one that got carries late in the game against Auburn. Right, didn't look great. Here's the wild card: Bryce Young. He's done for four thousand yards, like forty touchdowns and four interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's pretty freaky. Um, but I don't. He. But I he know does, he does a lot of that at home, though, Chris. Oh, I know. And so I'm saying that's my point. That's why I'm picking Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a running back to lean on, and he's going to have to go win the game. I'm not sure he's capable of doing that. I think this game will be closer than people think because Bama's, Bama's defense has been a bit suspect. 
I'm not sure Georgia's offense can can exploit that. Right. They do get Pickens back and um, Blaylock, the other receivers, their top two guys from last year. They got mm-hmm. the tight end who's a freak. McCulkey, the white kid who's a freak. They, they, they're they starting to – the weapons are starting to emerge. Right. The issue is the guy getting, guy getting them the ball. But he's been really good this year too. He's been really good this year. I think I think it's Georgia for me. Uh, I know it. I'm, I'm taking Georgia. Um, Again, I, I just – this game to me is, is one of the more intriguing – SEC championship games I've seen in a little while only because of you know like I said Georgia Georgia is the team that's like you know we 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 this is our moment like yep. we need this moment yep. but Alabama's the, the big dog that's been there and then <clears throat> I, I do think that this is the best offense that that Georgia's seen this year I, I don't I don't think there's disputing that I don't think it's even really that close yeah I mean I, I mean me, they played you guys yeah with a with with yeah, yeah, a half an offense and a guy that that was seemingly seemingly checked out. Yeah, um, agreed. And and yeah, so I I think that the dynamic of Bama being the best offense they played, and then their Bama, I, I think they keep it within six and a half. I don't know that they win the game, but I think they keep it within six and a half. Okay, I'm not so sure. Because um, as I said, I think it's a close scoring game. My brain said you're an idiot. Not that it, not that they boat race Bama, but we'll see. I can we'll see, see it though. I can see that too. I can see a boat race rather than a close game. Like I can see, I see an easier path to getting to running Bama out of there than um, than it being a tight ball game. Can Bama win the game in your eyes? They'd have to play pretty damn flawless, and they'd have to not get Georgia's best game. Yeah, like I think you'd have to get like a C game from Georgia and an A plus game, A A game from Bama, and then I think Bama can win. Who's the second best team in college football right now in your eyes? Oh boy, I think there's a huge drop off. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Probably Alabama. I mean, I, you can't. In my, I think Ohio State can give Georgia a better game than Notre Dame or Michigan can. But Ohio State just got beat by Michigan. Right. Like the, the brand of football that Michigan plays doesn't match up for what Georgia. Plays. No, I agree with that. They're going to give. That's not the game you want to play. Yeah. You have to try I and think, spread those spread those guys out and isolate a five star, the worst five star. Think, out of the eleven, yeah, the I, I think Cincinnati can give them a game too. Really, I do. I, I think I think Ritter's I, I think Ritter's dynamic enough to where he can keep Georgia on their heels a touch. Really, I really do. I don't. Yeah, I think he'll be tapping to freak out. I'm afraid Bryce Young may get that treatment too. I don't think Bryce Young will tap out. They're different. Oh, I agree. They're different. Bryce Young is nowhere near. Nah, we'll get. Let's let's talk about. Um, <laughs> we can, I, I can spend twenty minutes on that game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to spend 20 minutes on it. But, I, I mean, if you have any more, I'm interested to hear it. No, I, I mean, for me, I, I think, like, Bryce Young, he, he is a good quarterback, of course. Like, golly, his numbers are gaudy. Um, but, like, what Georgia does defensively, dude, I, they're different. Like, they have linebackers that are just trees that can run like DBs. So, right. like, that whole mobile, that mobile stuff is dead. Yeah, I mean, but he, he doesn't. He doesn't want to run, but right. he extends plays with his legs. Right. The second he breaks contain or steps up in the pocket, if he can do that, if he's allowed to do that, like the D line lets that happen, there's gonna be somebody in his freaking face right now. Now I don't know how long the DBs need to get up or how long the receivers need to get open because they have some guys that can go at receiver too. Yeah, they do. They do. And they, I mean, they're Alabama. They're good, but. I think right now, like Bradford said it kind of tongue-in-cheek, the only team that can beat Georgia is Georgia. Now, they, like you, and to your point, 
they are due sometimes. Like they haven't had that Georgia moment where they where they beat themselves yet. Mm-mm. I don't know that they will, but like that's how that that's how they can lose the game is if they if they gift it. Yeah. Or I mean, they I, don't show up to play. I just don't see that happen. They're going to show up to play. Oh, they'll be there. They'll They're be gonna, there. Bama's going to get the best version of Georgia, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't think Georgia has a letdown here. I no, just, I, I just, you can't. I just, you I just, it would be inexcusable. Right. It's SEC championship game. There's no letdown. No. I just think that uh, I, I think Bryce Young's ability to maintain focus and his uh, his ability to stay calm in any situation, like he doesn't get rattled by anything. They drove 97 yards in a game against – now, Auburn's not good. But they drove – nine, and they had to do this. But he did it. 97 yards. That was impressive. We were watching that. Third third and 10 from the two. I thought it was over. Third third and 10 from the two. No problem. Fourth and four – or fourth and six or whatever from midfield. Okay. Like, his facial expressions never changed. He's he's impressive to me. I know, and it's not his. It's not necessarily his ability. It's just his mindset. His demeanor. Yeah, he he carries himself well. It's a different animal that he gets to line up. Against. Oh yeah, yeah. Georgia's Georgia's not Auburn. No, they are savages. I wanted, I wanted fan, to finish it with an Aaron Boone quote. If I'm a George there. fan, I'm excited about the opportunity because you get a chance to to, to beat Nick Saban and, and that team. Yeah, yeah. So is this going to be the year Nick Saban loses not one but two assistants in one year? Oh, they're getting. Yeah, I mean, I just picked Bama, so yeah. I think so. Very interesting. I'll Maybe three because wasn't Muschamp on the team too? He just won't be the head coach. Yeah, I'll be excited <laughs> to watch my favorite player for Georgia, number ninety-nine. He is so good. Jordan Davis. Yeah, that's his name. That's his name. I don't know his name. <laughs> Freak show. That's not he, what I call he's, him. He's, he's Heisman finalist. Uh, should be. Yeah, we'll see. He won't be, but he should be. Yep. Um, scored a touchdown. Give it to him. No. What we got next, Brad? Drive, uh, drive this show, bro. Get us off. Florida, this. Florida State. We had our game, and you know what? At the beginning of the year, we were supposed to lose by forty to only lose by three. I'll take it. You know, we we played them really good, kind of like Florida did with Alabama at the beginning of the year. They, they hung their hats on that. I'll hung my hat <laughs> my hat on this. We played them really, really tough. So that makes us the second or third best team in the nation, or something like that. In the nation or the state? Nation, because y'all oh. played Alabama tough, and y'all were the second best team in the nation. Okay. So we played y'all tough, and since y'all were the second best, that makes us the third best. <laughs> what does Do that it. make Missouri? That's, that's Gator fan logic. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina's pretty good, too, I guess. South Carolina's one of the best teams in college football. Yep. They beat us by like 932. Let me ask you a question, Joey. Yeah. Did Florida State get Florida's best version? No. You don't think so? No. My, okay, so you're gonna you're gonna talk about interceptions, right? I'm gonna talk partially about interceptions. Okay, yeah. so here, here's here's what I'm looking at it as y'all that Florida team, in my opinion, was more inspired than they have been in quite some time. That I can agree they with. They met Florida State on their sideline and and were absolutely, as your brother would say, selling wolf tickets. Right, they were running their mouth, and I, I, I'm here for it. I like that. Yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, so we got an expired Florida team. They had been playing better defense the past two weeks. They, yeah, I they agree. Played, they, they stacked another week on top and played good defense again. I agree again with that. Minus – so I, I don't want to get on a rant. That's why I asked the question. Um, and I, I guess I should have let you explain yourself. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip it right back to you. Okay. Emory Jones played bad enough early. We would have saw Anthony Richardson had he not got hit in his thigh board or knee and oh. whatever. It didn't mm-hmm. look like much of a hit. I agree. And he goes to the tent. Uh, again. It was going to be his game, in my opinion. I think it was going to be his game because he probably would have did what he did for the second half. He would have did that from that point on. Right. But 
he got knocked out of the game, whatever. He mm-hmm. took himself out of the game. He did not play. Then they were forced to play Emory mm-hmm. until they then they were forced to not play Emory. Because, I, I, I mean, here's how I view turnovers. I saw this argument. I was going to wait to get there. I hate this argument. Oh, well, if we wouldn't have threw the ball bad. What, bro, if my <laughs> aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. That's true. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't know. It's 2021. Yeah, you can be what you want. You're trying to get us canceled, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> uh, um, anyhow. Sorry about that. No, I don't like that. Riley Reed, the great Riley Reed, he called. They're not turnovers. They're takeaways. The defense took the ball away. Sometimes. They, they pre- no, no, they took it away. I've seen people. Have you seen people drop interceptions? I have. Okay. Well, we didn't. <laughs> and so then and then it's a double-edged sword, right? So Emory made some pretty ghastly throws. Those were bad throws. The one in the, all, well, all three were bad. Yeah. Okay. Do, does no one remember Mackenzie Milton's interception he threw? Yes. I mean, he looked like an eight-year-old shortstop trying to be Jeter. <laughs> Rolling across his body. Throwing, Set your damn feet <clears throat> and throw the ball, man. Hey, um, That's a bad pick. He's not very good. No, you said it. But that's an awful interception. It was, then, it was. It was. And then Jordan Travis has his bad pick where Andrew Parchment, this senior transfer, gets bodied by a very good corner in Marshall. But, like, that's not supposed to happen. And I don't know that it caught the ball, but the referees were pretty good in my opinion because that game was yeah, crazy. I thought they were pretty good too, actually. I did too. There was no, I don't want to hear anything. Florida held all night. Florida State held all night. Agreed. <laughs> Everyone's talking about uh, DeLance or whatever was killing Jermaine. Stop it. No. Go watch. Go watch the game. He was getting. He was mugging him, but they were letting it go. Right. So keep and going. Florida, Florida State was mugging Zach Carter. Right. Yes. Because <laughs> they had to. And that's fine. Yeah. As long as you get away with it, I'm who cares? Okay. And, and, and it's consistent. And they, and they bingo. They were consistent both ways. Okay. I'm fine. I'm, uh-huh. I'm. I'm all good. Yeah. But then and then you have the muff punt. That was gigantic. That's a gargantuan. Like, I'm not. I'm not ever going to talk about turnovers. Like, I don't want to hear the turnover. Uh, turnover stuff. Well, if we would have beaten them worse, if we didn't have turnovers, well, you did. Right. So that's that's dead. Stop that. You make yourself sound. I love our listeners. I do. But you know, I had some trolls and, and it's like people that listen. Clearly, they listen because they use some of my words and they put quotes around it. And I appreciate that. I love it. I'm here for it. I'll stand in the paint. Of course. But I also saw some people, and I'm just trying to help you out. Don't say if we didn't have the turnovers because that goes both ways. Like, stop it. It doesn't. It doesn't make you look good as a fan because like you did have the turnovers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Okay, but I turnovers got, are turnovers are a part of the game. Yeah, and on defense, we call those takeaways. Like we designed that. Like the stupid flea flicker. That's a stupid play. Pressure got there and forced that errant throw. Agreed. But the defense, it isn't like Emory just. I mean, it was a bad throw. No, a couple of them were just Emory just. Well, he threw it straight. He was looking into the back or dropping, and then one of the touchdown where Brownlee picked it off. He's beat. Emory's late on the throw. Right. He's able to undercut it. Those are bad throws, but the DB still makes a play. I mean. I understand that it's like, like kind of unforced, but like that's football. Like, how many times do people fumble when they barely get hit because like they're just not playing the game how they should play? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like that whole like the the turnover argument. Like, stop it. Yeah, no, I can appreciate where you're coming from with that. I, I can I can definitely appreciate that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I Florida played about like I thought they would play. How about that? I, I didn't know. I I don't. I, they played inspired. They did. They, they played were, hard. They played hard for the entire game. Yeah. They did. Um, and and I, I had an argument, not an argument, but me and John Sherman were talking at work today about Jordan Travis specifically. He He's so dynamic in the mm-hmm. way he plays the game of football. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, allowed he, to come back. 
You you can play again next year, Travis, Jordan Travis. I like you. As opposed to what? <laughs> I mean, you can't yeah, go to the NFL, but you know, a lot of like, I was telling you that day we were watching it. You can go. You can go. Won't miss you. You you can come back. You have oh, my blessing. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I understand now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. Remind me to go, to circle all the way back to Jordan Travis. Okay, because we're gonna we're gonna talk about him in a minute. Um, I thought Florida State played pretty good too while he was in the game. There was the the stretch where he wasn't, Huge. and Mackenzie Milton was in, and then uh, Rodemaker. Rodemaker was in. Huge. They're, that's a different team when they're not in the game, McKenzie, when he's not in the game. And Mackenzie Milton, they have the ball at like the 30 going mm-hmm. in. And then he the first snap goes between his hands like a drive killer. Like it's the end of the drive. Yeah. Like that's huge. It is. Like that's a major turning point in mm-hmm. that game. And then the next possession, he throws the damn pick. It's awful. That's an awful interception. Yes. Like those are like those are two like you can't – winning teams don't make those plays. Agreed. You know they, I mean? like, it's hard to win when you make those type of plays, especially against a team like Florida's not good. I, and I'm not trying to troll. We a majority of our listenership is Gator fans, and, and we're going to get to it. But like, it, it's it's frustrating because you let a bad team beat you. Yeah, like Florida State's not good, and I'm aware. But like, that's not the same Florida team that I thought that they would have. No, obviously the, the same. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's. And that's we, we did the we did the win totals, and I think I said nine and three. Obviously, I was way off on that. You said ten and two is more likely than nine and three because we looked it up the other day. <laughs> are we, are oh we, yes, sir. We, I uh, mean, I believe you because you said that. But I know whenever we were doing the win the win total show, I said nine was right on. You said ten and three is ten and two is more likely than eight and four. Okay, what you said that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was obviously way but off that's on that. a bad University of Florida football team, and you have them in a situation where you probably should capitalize. Yeah. And because different circumstances, you just, you're not able to do it. Like, they were the better team that day. I have no problem admitting that. They're the better team. But that's, a, that's not a good football team that, that beats you. I, and it's just not. It's just not. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't think Florida's a good football team right now either. But I, I also don't – Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw a lot of Florida State fans, and I think this is why Gator fans started started trolling you. But I don't really know why you, because you don't really say a whole oh, lot. Oh, I got trolled like crazy. I know. I don't really get it. But I did see a lot of Florida State fans that talked a lot of nonsense prior to the game. Yes. And then after the game, it was more excuse-making about, oh, well, we're still going in the right direction, and you're not. Uh, but it, but you're – I mean, I agree that Florida State is going in the right direction. I think the impact – I think the result of that game had no impact – has no impact on the direction of the program. None. No, not not in, in the, the grand scheme of things. It changes the direction of the program. No, not in the grand scheme of things. I agree. No, I mean, would it? Could they got a bump or a boost in winning the game? Yeah, probably. Right. Of course, that's a in-state rival. Like like your brother, like Shane said, that matters. Winning that game matters. But like, you want to know what's comforting for me, Joey? Is Gator fans were and and it could be in part to Seminole fans being ignorant. But right. I saw a lot of Gator fans beating their chest because they beat Florida State. Okay, I'm here for that. <laughs> I, I am because there's that that all that it's a rivalry again. Well, yes, but it just reaffirms to me. Yes, it is because I did not anticipate it being close, and the late touchdown made it look closer yeah. than it probably was, and I'm aware. But like that to me, that just reaffirms what I've been saying that that window when it was wide open is now closing. Is now closing because now we're now we're like happy that we beat a, a very bad Florida State football team, and and they did, and so that is something to be happy about. But like you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I just thought that was um, that's just a little bit like a, a confirmation that that you know Florida is where where I thought they were. Yes, yes. You know In I mean? the current state, yes, Florida is where we thought they were. I think. Yeah. 
Well, and that's I not they were. Yeah, that's not a great thing. No, that's 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 not good. But at, but at the end of the day, Florida State still got beat. So I'm not, and I'm, I'll never make excuses. Right. Muff punt. That guy. We've been bad on special teams all year. The whiff uh, onside kick. That's embarrassing. That's bad. You get beat by Florida. Is that's embarrassing? Like getting beat by that Florida team, and then you get beat by like in, in that fashion too. Ugly. That's <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. Um. A couple of things I'll add to this. Number one, everyone asked me what I thought about the muff punt at work. And um, like I said, it didn't really bother me that much because if you played bad enough that your game in the, relied on you getting a onside kick, you probably didn't deserve to win in the first place. Um, oh, you mean the onside kick? Yeah. You said muff punt. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I meant the onside kick. Right. Um, and secondly, you know, it's so funny to me. People talking to you about the um, uh, turnovers and if it wouldn't have been close, it was like, so you're telling me if you wouldn't have made any mistakes, y'all would have played better? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. You know, if you're yeah. telling me if you had Tom Brady as quarterback, you'd probably have a better quarterback. I mean, yeah. it, it is it is funny. Like it's like that's set, set every losing team ever. Like if we wouldn't have turned the ball over, we would have probably maybe found a way to win that game. Oh, you don't say. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're telling me if I'd have scored much more touchdowns than you, we might have won. <laughs> I mean, like turnovers happen. I, I I think so. What I will say too, Joey, is I the game went exactly how I said it would go. There was one place I was critically wrong on, but it went exactly how I said it would go. I said, I hope Emory plays because he gives us a chance to win, and he did. Mm-hmm. If Florida State doesn't melt down in a couple situations, they may be leading at halftime. Right. You know what I mean? But but they did melt down. So, like, that's what losing teams do. Winning teams don't melt down. I agree with what you're saying. So, like, that's that's a Florida State problem. That's not anything Florida should care about. That Y'all melted down. We put pressure on you, and you couldn't handle it. But – so, like, Emory, but he played too bad to where we had to see the other one that I said could beat us. Right. And then I I did not think, and Shane thought I was absolutely crazy when I said, I don't think we can block your front four. Well, we couldn't. Yeah. We held them. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, like, when it, when it was time, like, those guys made plays that they, like, they made plays. Brenton Cox played the best game he's played at A hundred percent. We get that sorry Joker's best game. Right. He played very good. He actually really played well. Like, like really, really good. I was yeah. I was hoping to get like the bad Brenton Cox. You mean the last year and a half, two years, yeah. two four years? Yeah, the one that he put on film. Oh no! Oh no! No no! Florida State's not going to get that one. No, you got you got the 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 greatest version of Brenton Cox of all time. Literally, we did. And then, but the part where I was wrong and Florida deserves credit is the offensive line blocked our front four better than I thought they would. Yeah, I didn't anticipate them blocking them as well. And yeah, they held a little bit here and there, but like. For the most part, Florida State's defensive line, which is their strength of the entire team, the best the best segment on the team, was kind of like um, I don't know. They played good in the first half, but but when it was time that we needed them to make a play, and they had made those plays all year, they were not able to overpower um, Florida's offensive line. Like the drive where you ran the ball with Pierce like nine times in a row. Which is so stupid. I don't know why that doesn't happen all the time. Why doesn't that happen more? He's so good. Oh my god. Uh, let me and we're gonna get yeah, yeah let's go but like but like I was wrong there and I, I'm a man damn it's a freaking podcast I don't give a yeah, shit like, I was cool. very impressed with their offensive like, line it's okay. as well troll me if you want like, yeah but I was wrong there like he they they blocked better than they blocked better than I thought they were capable of and ultimately it could be like you could say that's the difference in the game yeah I mean I I, I think that's the front that's four wasn't fr- able to have an impact that I think they had to have for Florida State to win yeah I think that's a very fair assessment. I think that's definitely the key. That was definitely the key to the to the game in hindsight. 
And I think before the game, like you said, it was the key then too. Mm-hmm. I mean, both offensive lines were mediocre. Yeah. And one played a little better. And Florida's offensive line really hasn't been bad all year. No. I think uh, Emory at times has made them look worse than worse than they really are because yes, of, of immensely terribly bad pocket presence. And then, uh, yeah, just his, just just leaving the pocket way too early sometimes. Um, and, and then you know, twenty seven not getting the ball is is baffling to me. Like I can't. The no, only the we only, had no <clears throat> answer for him. Nope, nobody, nobody nobody has so far nobody all year. It's criminal. It, I'm not saying like criminal because it's too close with Florida. Florida State they do have that tendency there. <laughs> it is truly. <laughs> oh God. It's truly. <laughs> If I'm a Gator, if I if I was a Gator fan, I would be, and I know you are, and I know, and I say it's you and your Shane because you and Shane are the two Gator fans I talk to the most. Right. You guys have been beating that drum forever, two years at least, yeah. two plus. That twenty seven should get. You said he should get ten carries. Well, he got ten carries and they won. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I said before the game. If he gets ten carries, Florida has a chance to win the game. And that was a drive where they went right down the field when Florida State needed to stop. They imposed their will on Florida State's de- defense and got the touchdown. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched a lot of Florida this year, so that, all that made me think was, why don't he get twenty carries a game? Like, well, it, so yeah. go ahead. No, no, you got I, it. I, I'm okay with him not getting twenty. Yeah, that's too many because because I, I do think that Davis is good enough, and I think Naquan Wright brings a different dynamic. Like, I think they I think they each have a role in the offense if they do it the way maybe it should be done. Okay, twenty seven should take the lion's share of carries. But for them to yes, a hundred percent agree. Like he should get fifty, and everyone else can split the other fifty. However the hell you want. Agreed, a hundred percent agreed. For them to do the drives like they've done them all year, which is Davis gets the first one, Wright gets the second one, Pierce gets the third one, and then they rotate it. They literally rotate drives. That's awful. And then when when like so there's been drives where Pierce carried the ball down the field, you know, six straight carries for for fifty yards. And then he, yeah, he might be a little tired because he just got six carries for fifty yards in about I don't know four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, he's going to be a little bit tired. And so then he comes out, and then whoever goes in, usually one of the, whichever of the other two go in, and then they just rotate the drives like it was like nothing happened. Because like I don't know, it's just the weird. It's been the weirdest thing to me all year. I will you say this: think there's like eleven to twelve possessions in the game, so they're getting the man four drives, and if you don't get a couple first downs, it's a really quick. Like stint. Bingo. Yes, that's exactly right. Dumb. In my opinion, I agree. Like yes. not talk about not maximizing talent, and that's where I want to go. We'll, 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 and we're going to circle back to Travis. We have a couple areas we want to go to, but like <laughs> I'm eventually going to get to that, like that conversation, because as Seminole fan, I'm excited. I'm happy as hell. Right, it hasn't been maximized or even close to being maximized. Yeah, you should. The only thing I will say. And I, this is not a defense towards the coaching staff in any way. This is just a positive for Damian Pierce. Is his body has not taken the toll that a lot of other running backs have, and so I think he's got good enough film that he's going to get drafted. Maybe not high. He won't be a first round guy, but second, third round guy. And then, but he's got you know four hundred less carries than a lot of those guys that are that are coming out. And that, I don't think that was the plan from the coaching staff. I think it was pure inept ability to see that that certain guys are better because of well we told you you're going to do this and so we have to stick to that which whatever um so yeah I, but but for Damian Pierce specifically for him personally I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that he hasn't gotten 25 plus carries a game because you know his his four that he's averaged this year 
I think that uh, <clears throat> that creates a little bit of longevity in the NFL that I, I think that he's a good enough back there where he plays in the NFL for six, seven, eight years. Yeah, I think he'll benefit from his coaches mismanaging his reps. That's a great way to put that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it sucks. Like, the silver lining is, though, like you said, he still has tread on the tires that if I was the head coach, he would not have that tread. He <laughs> <laughs> would not have lost to Missouri. And there's a couple other games that we would not have lost because right. he would have gotten the ball in crucial moments. Right. Like you and every sensible Gator fan that's called for. Right. I agree with that. It's just I think it's just a catastrophic failure of the University of Florida, Damian Pierce, and, like, fans that have been clamoring for 27. Yeah. Because he is like that. He – I. He's been like that from day one. He has been. Like his his very first year where he got he got carries. Make it a two? Yeah. Um <laughs> Latte. Give me the give me the latte. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I don't want the latte. <laughs> <laughs> um the <laughs> the very first year he was getting carries. So like the first two to three games, he um he came in he came in, in the fourth quarter. It was kind of like the closer. He was the bruiser at the end of the game. You dang right. He and he is. and he was getting he was getting he was breaking off chunk yardage at that time. And I was like, man, I like this role for him. He's a young guy. He comes in at the end of the game. Everybody's tired, and he just breaks free. Um, and they they did that for like two or three games, and then they just stopped doing it. And it was it was weird to me then. I thought it was it was strange. And then the mismanagement from him from from then till now is. I, again, I don't want to say the word criminal like you did, and like you kind of didn't didn't want to either. But yeah, it's about as close as I can come come up with to, to really what it's been because it's it's been super super poorly poorly done by Greg Knox and uh, Dan Mullen. Yeah. Um, the other thing I kind of wanted to go to um, is there anything else that you want to talk about, like uh, as far as like details of the game, like things that happened in the game? It's water. Yeah. <laughs> told you. Nice job. Anything um, else? Details of the game? No, not not really. I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, everyone everyone that's listening to this podcast watched it. Uh, I would assume so. And I would, watched it fully. I would think. Yeah, with with intent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. What I, what I will say, like at least where like where it really went bad for Florida State was early when Jordan Travis goes to the locker room. Yes. And then you play. Um, you have uh, don't wheel over there. Thank you. <laughs> we can. I can hear it when you when you wheel over there, Brad. Thank you. Brad's a goat, by the way. Um, Cosine. But like whenever Jordan goes down, and then McKenzie comes in for the first play and kills the drive, that's in plus territory. Right. Like we have we have to come. Florida's too good um, defensively to not get points there, and I think they were in a position to get like maybe one more first down and get points. And snap goes through his hands over his head out of he just punt the freaking ball, um, and then the the ensuing drive it's a sprint out nobody's near him he doesn't set his feet he looks like like I said the nine year old all star shortstop who's actually terrible and he's thrown across <laughs> his body and he floats one to the freaking safety for a bad pick bad in, pick. in plus territory for Florida now right and then um, the next drive basically go three and out first and twenty five on the first play. Because you got Tate Rodemaker, he he got the it wasn't his fault, but the receiver got offensive pass interference, um, which they called it like four times on pick plays. Don't don't love that, but I mean if it, they, they were consistent with it, so I can deal with it. Right. Um, that was a huge turning point in the game. That allowed Florida to to get momentum. Um, it, it it did. It allowed them to move. It allowed them to to kind of take take hold of the game. 
and it allowed them more importantly to uh, weather Emory Jones mistakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can appreciate that. Yeah. That's why it was seven seven at the half. It was seven seven at the half. It was something like Wrong that. Wrong guy. Don't remember. Um, I believe it was. Because I remember thinking like Florida State should have been down by significantly more. Yes, it was. <clears throat> because Florida State tried to drive down. Uh, actually would have been able to kick a field goal if Jordan Travis slides a little bit sooner um, to, to take the yes, lead in yes, halftime. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Um, but but by by Florida State being in that situation, not, not capitalizing, um, it allowed them to not capitalize on Emory Jones' uh, mistakes that he was making. So kept Florida in the game. They pulled away um, in the second half. I thought that was huge. That and then the muff punt. They, muff have, punt Florida, was, yeah. they have Florida on the three-yard line. They get a three and out. They're going to get the ball like the 50. He boomed it now. He punted the piss out of it. Get away from it or catch it. Like You cannot give it back to him there after like giving him like 70 yards of field position on one kick. Just just cannot happen, man. Um, at least as far as like Florida State's angle. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm – Hundred percent agree with everything that you said there. Um, <clears throat> I think Emory playing so bad is what what helped, and then you couple that with with the things that you just said. Um, but Anthony Richardson coming in, and, and everybody said it, but fifteen and twenty seven not playing more throughout the years is, is it, it it hurts a little. Yeah, I'm a Gator, if I'm a Gator and I'm pissed. Yeah, I mean, I. I I said from the beginning, I didn't think the receivers were good enough to, to really be a great football team regardless. They don't have to be that. But, they, but yeah, like you said, you don't, they don't have to be quite as good if, if 15's in the game. Um, so, yeah, I just – I don't know. It's frustrating, but uh, it's over. Yeah. The Dan Mullen era is over in, in Gainesville. Like everything officially now is, is Dan Mullen free. Yep. Um, Before we move on, because we got to circle back to Jordan Travis, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. And this is why I feel better about like Florida State's trajectory. Not so much Florida's now with a new coach. Because like, right now, their trajectory, I don't really know what it is. We'll talk about it. But, yeah, we're, we're getting there next. Like, for example, I look at what Florida State did. Let me ask you. Is there any starter on Florida State's offense that you would take over Florida starter on offense? No. No, not freaking one. No, there's not. So, so, so everyone that is, I know we're we're Gator lenses, and I know that, and and I Seminole fans, I know we have Florida State garnet gold blinders on. Think, of, and I agree with you. Think about that for a second. Yeah. There's not a single starter on Florida State's offense that you would take over. Like that's mind blowing to me. There should be like two or three. At least. Yeah, I, I really don't have one. No, there's not one. The only one you can maybe make an argument for is um, Jordan Travis. That's That was my first thought, but, it, like, if, do I want him or Anthony Richardson? No, I, yeah. want, I want Anthony Richardson. Right. It's, and it's probably not all that close. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's crazy. Like, so my, what I have here, what I wrote down is, like, Florida State absolutely has maximized what they have. And I think if you take – if you if you truly, in your heart of hearts, and you take a true serum, and you ask yourself – as a Gator fan, mm-hmm. and I know your answer, has Florida maximized what they've had? Absolutely not. Not nope. a freaking chance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely not. So, like, that's when you talk about, like, states of the program. Oh, well, you lost. Yeah, we did. We're not good. We knew that. Right. Like, but we met. That's why it makes me, gives me a little bit of faith in our, our coaching staff because they did the absolute most they could with what they had. And that's a welcome sign. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I, I take solace in that. If I'm a Gator fan, I'm also happy because 
Your coaches, your coach did not do that, and it appears as if you've addressed that need. But it's still not a good thing because in the perfect world, you'd like for Dan to have maximized that talent, not he, have the turnover. Because he's good the, enough to do that. Because he is. He is good enough. Mm-hmm. Not have the turnover. Not have the all the things that you're going to have to go through with the decommitments and Chris Bogle in the transfer portal and things like that. Yeah, we're going like, to talk about that too. Yo, yeah, we are. <laughs> he's a freaking good player. Uh-huh. Um, you you can say what you will about liking the Billy Napier hire, but I don't care what anyone says. That's not That was not the freaking plan. Absolutely it, it went, not. It went horribly bad because we did, they didn't maximize what they had. And it went horribly bad, horribly quick. Yeah, and that's not good. No. But it's being spun as it's good, and that's okay. I get it. That's what fans do. Like it's, it, because you have to see the positive in it. You, you have to, or you'll go crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I can appreciate where everybody's coming from as far as the spin because you have to spin it. You don't have a choice. As a Gator fan. As a Gator fan, yes. Like I'm looking at it like as a realist on the outside going, okay, well, this Napier may be the next Urban Meyer, as I've been told, or the next Saban, as I've been told. He may be those things. I'll have to wait and see, I guess. Like, that was not the plan. Like, that is not the best-case scenario for the University of Florida. The best-case scenario was Dan to actually do the job he was paid to do, right. maximize going, his talent. Going 10-2 and two again. Go, again. With not, a, not a great re, with not the best roster that he's had. For the fourth time. In a row. In four years. Right. So, the fact that we Florida State's able to get that guy out, and yeah, yeah, Napier, he may, again, he may be all those things. Right. But – I know what Dan Mullen was. He was 10-2, and two, one of the best offensive play callers I've, I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and New Year's Six Bowl three times in a row mm-hmm. when he was engaged. Right. So, yeah. so that, that's kind of where I wanted to, That's where I kind of wanted to go with it is, like, that's why I can take – not pride because you don't ever want to be proud of losing, and I'm not. Um, but, like, I, I have more confidence in the coaching staff because what the coaching job they did by maximizing that garbage roster – Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, when you literally think about, well, there's not one single starter that you would take. That's crazy. That's mind blowing. It is. That is crazy. Fo- to even be in the football game. That is crazy. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Um, you, you've talked about how how you're excited about where Florida State's going and where they're where they're like the direction they're going right now. Uh huh. What's a realistic? And this is way early. We obviously don't know. The, we do know the schedule. We haven't looked at the schedule. What's an early realistic expectation of of where they should be next year? I mean, I feel like, you know, you think about this year, <clears throat> and I'm not trying to, and we'll, we'll revisit, it's way early. Like, you think about this year, and they shouldn't, there's absolutely inexcusable to lose to Jacksonville State. But that's, have. that's a 6-6 six and six football team. Mm-hmm. One possession game to Notre Dame, the number six team in the country, five mm-hmm. team, whatever they are now. Um, Wake Forest is in the ACC championship game. Mm-hmm. They're a pretty good football team. Now, they beat us pretty soundly. One possession or two possession to Louisville. And then, you know, you get the flu versus NC State. I say all that to say I think like seven or eight is is should be like I think seven should be like the minimum. Yeah, I think eight and four is realistic. You think? I think maybe as it, of now. I think it'll depend on grad transfer, um, the portal, portal portal cats because all the production they had on defense was portal guys. They had seven of eight guys get like ACC honors, or they had eight. I'm sorry, eight get like first team, second team, ACC stuff. Seven of eight were transfer guys. Mm-hmm. Those guys are leaving, so like you have to replace that. There's not that that talent still not yet on the roster, so they're gonna have to do well in the portal again. I mean, my God, they they signed the defensive player of the year in the ACC. Yes, out of the transfer portal. Yes, that guy's gone. Unfortunately, for you, you. Know what I mean, for not us. for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, ha- I'm quite alright with him being gone. So I think I think like seven and five, eight and four, uh, maybe eight and four, maybe a, it's gonna depend. It's gonna depend. I, I think seven and five yeah. is probably like the number. 
Okay. Because I think six and six easily should have been attained this year. Okay. So let's go to the portal now in Florida State. You want, did you want to say anything about Jordan Travis? Because you did tell me you wanted to. Circle yeah, yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I'm still circling. Okay, okay. Oh, we're still my, making. Oh, a, we're, oh. a, this is a big circle, it's buddy. A big loop. Huge okay. circle. Okay. All right. <clears throat> portal. So there's a couple of guys in the portal currently that, for whatever reason, I've heard have been linked to Florida State. Oh. Okay. Spencer Rattler. Yep, I heard that today. Okay. Uh, Jadon Hasselwood, the mm. receiver there. Oh yeah, freak me. Um. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you think their Florida State's realistic chances of landing both of those guys? Uh, there's no shot for uh, Rattler. Uh, no, no. I was told. I was told. No, not happening. Not at all. Mutual because of him or because of them. I think for, no. Florida State absolutely kicked the tires. Okay. I think he. Had, I don't think he had interest to go there. Run for his life. They have no receivers. But if his boy goes there, I mean, maybe. and they have two receivers, Weiss and Hasselwood, and Mims is going to go too. Who? Mims? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mims. He goes to almost He's going to? Yards. Uh, he hasn't officially entered yet. But oh, I know he hasn't officially, but that's the that's the word. That's the word. Yeah. Um, I don't think Rattler goes there. I really don't. I was I've uh, someone that I really trust said that that's not happening. Potentially, maybe the tight end from Oklahoma, and potentially Hassel, Hasselwood, maybe. Um, you have a better shot with the receivers than you do with the uh, with with Rattler. Well, that's unfortunate because I wanted to have a, a conversation about Rattler. Oh well, we can we can still Rattler versus Travis. How do you feel about that? Here's what I think. I don't think you sign. I don't think you. I don't think you pursue offer the first quarterback till AJ Duffy signs. Okay. Or high four star out of uh, California. Uh, we haven't signed a prep quarterback in forever. It's been a long, long time. He's the first one. Not, I mean, like, Rodemaker, but yeah. I mean, I know. But. Yes, yes. And Chubba Party who transferred out. <coughs> um, yeah. Oh boy, don't get me started on him. No, we won't. <laughs> we won't. Um, but you don't. You don't do it till he puts pen to paper. Okay, I can appreciate that at all. Um, yeah, I, I. Yeah, I agree with that. I, so, so Rattler wants to make a decision right now, and I believe the conversation was like, "We're not doing anything right now." Okay. So, if that's what you want to do, like if that's your timeline, we respect it. But like, we can't. I, we cannot afford to not get a prep kid can I can I say that I, I would if I'm a Florida State fan would want Jordan Travis over Spencer Rattler I would too no I would too okay and, I, and here's the other thing too apparently and part of that decision was um, Spencer, Rattler, Spencer Rattler knows that Jordan Travis just started nine games and that this is his team okay yeah I, so I, I agree with that coming to camp knowing he's taking second team reps and that they actually have a guy yeah you know, like last year was different we didn't know who the quarterback was going to be in, in all accounts it was going to be McKenzie Milton yeah I think his leg failed him like I don't, he couldn't do it. It literally failed him. I mean, I agree with that, and it should have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my God. I don't. We don't need to go down that story. No. As a Seminole fan, I've heard that story for 10, 10 games, 10, 12 weeks now. <laughs> I'm, I'm good on the Mackenzie Milton story. Um, but no, I don't think there's anything to that. Like, I don't think there's anything to the um, the Rattler. No, I, I, I think I, I know they went to Norman, Oklahoma, like everyone has, because every one of their players is in the portal. <laughs> every one of them, um, but. I don't think there's any any uh, any legs to that. There was, yeah. But I think there was a mutual agreement that they're going to kind of go separate ways there. Right. That's understandable. I'm not a huge fan of Hasselwood, by the way. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Okay. I, I, I mean, I don't. I don't. Know I wasn't a big fan of him coming out of high school. Um, I know when he was talking about going to Georgia. You know, Georgia Georgia didn't have a whole lot at the time, so I think I thought it was a good, you know, a decent fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, after watching him play a few games this year, yeah. Nah, I don't. I don't think that Florida State fans would love him either. Honestly. No. Uh, well, we were underwhelmed by Andrew Parchment. Sorry, ass. 
So they're, they're, I, I fourth like and fourteen. We love him for that. Suck yeah. it, Miami. Um, but <laughs> that could be the name of the show. Um, <laughs> but, but 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 other than that, man, he was short of um, underwhelming. Like four stage receivers are just so bad. I think that's how Hassel would be if if. Uh, if he ended up going to Florida State, I just want a dog, man. I just want a dog. I don't. Yeah, I, I want. I, just, a, I want a dog that just catches the football. I don't care who it. I don't. I just catch the freaking get open. Any separation. chance Travis Hunter plays receiver instead 100, of hundred percent? Okay, he should ten to ten to twenty. Uh, uh, everything that, that I've been hearing is ten to twenty snaps a game minimum as a freshman. He'll play as receiver, and then he'll play every snap. Our defense. Yeah, he's not coming off the field. Yeah, and then Destin Hill. No one. Do you remember Destin Hill from last cycle? Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Okay, he's a he is a he is that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a high four star out of Louisiana, was going to LSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, remember him? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, I don't know the I don't know the background, and so I'm not even going to pretend because I don't understand it. He didn't sign with anyone. He didn't go anywhere. He was committed to Florida State. He was a Florida State's guy, just chilling. Yeah, he was young though, 17. So I think there's some legal stuff. Like I don't think I I this is me speculating. <laughs> I don't think his people want him to leave out of Louisiana for whatever reason. I don't know if there's benefits in signing with LSU. I don't know. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Right. I think maybe the family wanted him to go to LSU. I don't think the kid wanted to go to LSU. I think the kid wanted to go to Florida State. Okay. He's now 18. He can make his own decision. Apparently, he's going to enroll in January in Tallahassee. He's a freak show. He's a true 4-3 kid. Ooh. Oh, no, no. He, he ran a laser, 4-3 laser at a – at a Nike camp. Ooh. Apparently, he's going to be enrolling in January. It's like that's the instant impact that they absolutely need. Yeah. Like that's a skill guy that they do not – they do not – literally do not have that guy on the roster. Okay. I agree with that. Um, but apparently, he's he's supposed to be um, making, a, making, a, making a move. I just want dogs, man. I just want dudes that compete. We don't, we don't have enough of that right now. Welcome to everybody in college football. True. For the most part. True. Do you want to talk? Like, do you want to go like full portal and then get the carousel? Because there's one name I want to ask you about. Yeah, go go ahead and ask about that. As the people listen, it went yesterday. Okay, he 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 uh, put his name in the portal yesterday. Top 100 D end outside linebacker Chris Bogle. Yeah, out of South Florida. Uh huh. Has entered the transfer portal. He basically t- took Brent Cox reps in crunch time. Right, like when Brent Cox would not spill the power or the the counter, he was the one that went in there and spilled it. Mm-hmm. And he made some plays against Florida State, and he's played mm-hmm. he's played in some games here late, right? Yeah, he's played in a lot of games lately. And he's played really good. Since Grantham got fired, he's been in the game a lot more. He's a really good football player. He's a very good football player. I said in a group today, I'm in, a, I'm in one Facebook group, uh, Gator Facebook group. I'm only in the one. Um, <clears throat> but they were talking about Brenton Cox is coming back. And, yes, Brenton Cox is apparently coming back. <clears throat> You're kidding me. Mm-mm. And that's one of the reasons Bogle is hit the oh, portal. okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That changes the lens of it a little bit. Does it? For me, it does. Really? Yeah. Because if you're, if you're, I don't know, I mean. If I'm a University of Florida, so there's there's two sides to it. Yeah, okay, I agree with this. You know where I'm going? I know exactly where you're going. Go ahead. If I'm a coach, mm-hmm. go. You don't want to compete? You don't want to beat one out? Go. But like we, want, we want dogs. I want competitors to compete. I agree with that. I know, and I, and I knew you were going there with this, but. If I'm him and I know I've beaten him out all year long and he still got my reps, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit pissed about that. Oh, a thousand percent. So that's the other side of it. Yeah. If, I'm, <laughs> if I'm in his camp, oh, yeah, I'm out. See ya. Y'all misevaluated uh, another position. You've misvalued and misevaluated these reps as well. I'm not wasting another year on you idiots to misevaluate. 
He also doesn't know who his defense coordinator is going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they, they may. Apparently, there's some people that are plugged in. Stop that, it. That know. Stop it. <laughs> there's some people that know. No. Brent, Burnt vegetables is coming to Gainesville. No, he's not. You know what I mean? Um, they're going. <laughs> they're going to make. First the, of all, Burnt, Burnt vegetables is going to Oklahoma. That's they're going to make the highest paid DC <clears throat> the highest paid DC. <laughs> Wait. You can't make the highest paid DC the highest paid DC because Get it's already the highest. Here. Anyways, people are on crack. Um, yeah, I'll, man. I'll tell you my hope for that in a minute, but go ahead. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah no. But, so, in my opinion, that's a that's a in my so that's a huge loss to Florida. I think it's a huge loss. I do. I really do. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that it opens the door for other guys like maybe Lloyd Summerall, who I think is also could be a Chris Bogle type player. Like he's a little undersized, a little underweight, not undersized because he's he's massive, but. He's a little underweight. He's light, but don't both don't Summerall. I gotta be careful saying kid's name because I got. I think I got blocked by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I found out I got. We'll, we'll get there. That's later. It's, we're already fifty six minutes into this show. We're fifty six minutes one. in. It's gonna be a long one. Oh my god! But okay, we haven't even got the coaching care. So it might be a two hour show. I'm here for it. I am too. I'll be here all night. Um, but but I thought Summerall really liked Summerall. Like I think doesn't doesn't Lloyd like himself a little bit? Isn't he, isn't he, like, this is weird that I know this. I have someone that I'm very, very close to my family that is a huge Gator fan mm-hmm. that follows these people, like, kind of, like, social media, too. Like right. Like, Instagram and stuff. See, yeah, yeah, see, I don't do that. I don't know. Okay, he's always, apparently, he's always in California with a supermodel, girl, supermodel uh, girlfriend. Ooh, I like that. I'm good with that. Yeah, me too, but, like, I don't <laughs> want that guy coming off the edge for me. It depends on how good he is coming off the edge. Anyway, he's not cracking the depth chart yet. That's true. So. He's on kick coverage team, though. I, I'm not saying he was very good out of high school. I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, I, I feel you. I'm saying Chris Bogle literally almost went to Alabama and chose to go to Florida. Yeah, he's a top 100 kid. He was. He is, he is. a freak. He's a freak. Losing a, him, losing him hurts, and losing him to keep Cox, I think, makes it for me personally. Yep, makes it worse. Yep, yep, totally agree. So hopefully, we name a DC really soon after uh, after Saturday and and <laughs> Louisiana. Um, they're not Louisiana Lafayette. I've learned they're just Louisiana now. They're the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Okay, okay. They're, they're, they are in. They're based out of Lafayette, but that is no longer their name. But you've been doing your research on. I've been doing my research Louisiana on Louisiana Lafayette. On, yeah, or Louisiana. Sorry, <laughs> do forgive me. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so lo- losing 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 him hurts because of keeping Cox. But hopefully, if the DC is named pretty quick. Maybe possibly they can make him withdraw his name from that portal. I don't know. That's my hope. That, that's my only. That's my only only hope here because I, I just and that could happen, Joy. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. In my experience, typically yeah. when you hit the portal, you're you the know portal. where you're going. Uh-huh. But we'll see. I, I mean, for your sake, for your sake and all your sake, <laughs> I hope you're I right. Pre- I appreciate that. But yeah, I yeah. I want him out again. So I yeah, like I'm seeing sure that. You do. I, I like seeing that. Especially if it's because they're going to keep one. Yeah, I'd say, hey, bud, you've been in college for forty-four now, years. Let me let me also say, if one plays the way he did against Florida State, yeah, I'm good with keeping him. What a jerk! We get everybody's best punch. I'm sick of it. I'm he so he definitely it. threw his best punches against Florida State. He did, he did, he really did. He played very good football. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Not really. Um. I think there's an outside chance that Florida State closes with like a top ten class, and I don't think it's that far outside. Like I think they're at twelve right now. I think they'll probably they. I think I think there's a better chance than not that they end up with a top um, ten class. You are like thirty six or thirty seven right now. Florida is. Thank you, Chris. 
<laughs> um, that is without a head coach. So like, obviously, that's going to happen. I think. I think. Um, I think Florida closes at the twenty range. Twenties. 19, Oh wow, that would be that would be really really good considering. Yeah, I, 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 and it depends. It depends on the coordinators. Of course, there's rumors going everywhere with oh, coordinators. There's yeah. realistic rumors. <laughs> there's uh, Tom Herman at OC, which I think is realistic. I, I don't think that's out of the, the the realm of possibilities. I know uh, somebody asked him today what his thoughts are, are were on coming back to college and coaching at Florida because you know the rumors out there, and he was like, "Yeah, I like where I'm at." That's the standard. generic, yeah. generic answer. So. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. I would personally love Tom Herman. Okay, I don't um, know enough about him. I think he's a he's a he's a really good recruiter, and he's a he's a pretty good offensive coordinator. He came from Ohio State originally. I, he, previous to that, he was at other stops, but most recently he was at Ohio State and then Texas, and then now he's with Chicago Bears as an offensive analyst. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty easy transition back, I think. Um, and that's yeah, I mean that's my hope for offensive coordinator, just because I think that he can. He can recruit well enough to make it happen, and he's got all those connections in Texas, so that helps. Uh, Y'all ain't getting none of them boys right now. Jimbo's got a stranglehold. Can you tell me why? Oh, I know why. <laughs> I don't care how much money you're throwing at no, me. No, that Joker can recruit. I understand that, but like, Joey, check the product. No matter. Do you see what Florida State's national championship team was built on the 2010 season where they sucked? Jimbo recruited his behind off. I, like, I get it. He can definitely recruit. Like, no. there's no question about that. They're, I mean, they have two of the top three kids in the country. And then the um, Shamar Stewart from Miami. Right. He's like number five. Mm-hmm. They're going to have three of the top five guys in the country. I know. And Y'all not getting no But, like, if I'm Evan Stewart, I'm a receiver. There's zero chance. The, you I'm know they were dead either. ass last. In the SEC, an explosive place. Well, dead last. You know, Joe, you know why, you know why Evan, Evan, you know why we're dead last? Because we don't have anybody like you. If I get you in here, we will be first in offensive explosiveness. I just need a receiver. I need a bell cow guy I can throw the ball to. <laughs> Done. Bingo. <laughs> I should be a recruiter. <laughs> yeah, stop it. Um, <laughs> um, no, man, it's, it's, uh, he, he, can, he can recruit. He can recruit. Um, I, I he, agree. He, he knows how. He knows how, so like financially and stuff like. But he knows who to talk to, who to make sure like kids take. Um, uh, and I'm doing air quotes like unofficial visits, right, right, right. Places like unofficial means on your own dime. I'd be willing to bet you people ain't flying out to Aggie Land on their own dime. Just a thought. Just a thought. But so yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, and my but at least you're not Miami. Miami still load more, baby. Like 60, 62. They're in a dog fight with Northwestern. Mm. <laughs> Tulsa. How long are they going to keep Manny around? They don't have a choice. He's their coach. They got shallow pockets. They cannot fight in this battle. I was told they don't have shallow pockets. They're lying. <laughs> Why mean, else don't they have an AD? Why else don't they have a head coach? I don't know. Why that. else is Rhett Lashley leaving? You tell me. You know how, you know what the easiest thing would have been? Fire Manny, hire Rhett Lashley. But they want Mario. Oh, okay, well. They better not have shallow pockets because Phil Knight does not have shallow pockets. No, he doesn't. He's what, 62 billion with a B? Net worth? <laughs> billion with a B. Billion with a B. Hmm, okay. I mean... Can I, can I just say I'm okay with Mario going there? I'm not. Why? Because they have a they have a train wreck in place. Let's not move that no, off no, the No, no, I agree with that. Let's but if you're going to fire that guy no. to hire Mario, I'm okay with that. I, I don't Mario think... can recruit too, man. Can't, but... He's yes, got, he can. Okay, that's great that he can Anyone recruit. Anyone in the business will tell you that he can freaking recruit. I 100% Every single agree with you. meeting that they have, 
and I've never been in these meetings, so I can only go off what I've been told and what the what the market says. Every single meeting that they have, coaches, they could be talking about ball security. Mm-hmm. Somehow or another, he's like, "Hey, I will make sure we're recruiting. Have you text so and so and so and so and so and so?" Like he is a freaking zoid as far as like make sure you're recruiting. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it takes to be a good coach in college football. Has he done that at Oregon? They recruit their ass off. Uh huh. I agree. Top five classes. That's hard. Right? Ever since he's been there. Yeah. Uh huh. Eight and eight on the road in the conference. In the Pac-12, Chris. Yeah, we're right. not talking about the SEC. We're not talking about the Big Ten. We're talking about the worst power five. It's worse than the ACC right now, and I think the ACC is pretty bad. They just beat. Um, they just who who they just beat? They shouldn't have beat. Oregon. Yeah. They just got beat by Utah, and they got they got drunk. beat by Utah. We we called that. We knew that was going to happen. They were they were on a top five team for like four or five weeks before that, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Dude, Miami would do backflips and cartwheels over that. But they're not a good. The ACC isn't. I mean, well, come on, stop. Like, it's not the Pac twelve. It's not the Pac twelve. No, no, it's better than that. But he'll be able to get better talent there. He's taking kids out of there. They will He's be able to kids get from California right now. Hey, that's how, that's over too. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I mean, he ain't doing that anymore. <laughs> Whoever Lincoln don't want him is who Mario's allowed to have. <laughs> no, bro. It's that, that that's what I'm saying. Like I don't want that. I don't want him. I not that he'll be this slam dunk hire. There's a better chance of him being a good coach than Manny Diaz. Oh, 100 percent. So agree with let that. me keep Manny Diaz as long as I freaking can. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I they want have Manny. to now. I want, they, I want them to sign him Manny forever. They have to. They don't have a choice. They cannot go hire a coach. They're broke. <laughs> They're into a 60 yards. Stop talking to me. You rent your stadium. Stop. You got beat by the worst Florida State team in a long time. Stop. Shut up. I don't want to hear anything. You got shallow pockets. You're not allowed to swim in this pool. Get your freaking floaties on and get back in the shallow end. You're not allowed to hang out here. I don't have nothing to say to you. Get out of here. Just don't talk. My fans don't talk to me. That was the greatest rant I've, I've, they I've heard in a few weeks. They are terrible. We beat them. <laughs> a bunch of scrubs. I don't want to hear it. They can't hire a coach. That's why they're saying now May Diaz is their coach. Well, that's because he has to be. That's like saying, uh, no offense, Bradley, I know what you meant. Jordan Travis, he can come back next year. Hey, he don't have a choice. Where else is he going to go? And your point was like, he has your blessing. I know what you mean. But like, he can't go nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to the NFL. He, he, when, when he's done at Florida State, he's done playing football. He'll go pro in something else. Yep. <laughs> Get out of here. I disagree with both of you. Oh, you so he's going to play running back in the NFL? He can be Taysom Hill. Uh, you don't have enough blackmail that Where's Taysom Hill has. <laughs> Taysom Hill has more blackmail. Where's Felipe Franks playing right now? Atlanta. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Third string. Huh. The you backup. were right about that. Wow. Backup and third string at the same time. Yeah, he's all. He's played time. a little bit of tight end, too. All right. Let's get in the wow. coaching carousel. Yeah. We're at, we're at a minute, an hour and seven. <laughs> Brad, Brad, can I get a latte, please? Yeah, yeah make it a double. Um, hour and seven in, okay? We love this. If you're, if you're still here, we love it. We know you're loving it because I think it's been a pretty good one. Coaching freaking carousel. Bro, crazy. <laughs> oh is this been, dead serious, has this been the craziest five-day stretch of coaching situations that you can recall? Thank you, Brad. Yes. Brad. Yeah, I know. I, I think so. Seriously. I can't remember more of like a whirlwind. Um, it's being announced now as you're listening. So we're recording this. We're recording this at 9:35 that Marcus Freeman is is likely to be the next head coach at Notre Dame. Um, it doesn't have any like real legs yet. Like Pete Thamel's not reporting it, but like that's been kind of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, but I think it was him or Fickle 
Luke Fickle out of Cincinnati. Yeah, that's the two that I've been hearing. I, to me, in my opinion, if they don't hire Marcus Freeman like yesterday, I think they're silly. No, they didn't name him as the interim head coach either. Hey, we need to, we need to probably put a pause on I agree. I agree. I agree. That's dumb. Yeah. I would hire Marcus Freeman. Did I you don't, say put a pause on this? Yeah, because we need to go to Napier. Okay, we do need to do that. Yeah, I mean, by himself. So we'll, we'll finish this scenario, then we'll go to Napier first, because that's, kind of, <coughs> that's kind of a big Sorry. deal. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I'm with you. I, I think, Trey Lee won predictions. I think if they, um, they don't hire him like within like 48 hours, then it's probably fickle. I think so too, and I, I think, I hope that's the case. I'll say that. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. I hope that's the case. I hope Napier's already been on the phone with Marcus Freeman's people. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know that that's a possibility, but uh, I hope it is. I'll take it. I can tell I you that. Think, I think, here's what I think would happen. And then we'll get Napier. I think if Notre Dame were to hire uh, Fickle away from Cincinnati, Marcus Freeman slides into the head coaching job there. Yeah, yeah, probably. At Cincinnati. That's probably true. Well, he put in his work there. That's true. And then be a first head coaching job. It's, it's stable. It's sound. It's ready to go. And I think they play Cincinnati next year, or, uh, Notre Dame next year. I think they play each other again. Yeah, so, I, I, I would. I, I could see Marcus Freeman absolutely going back to Cincinnati. Yeah, that would be. I, I would actually enjoy that too. I kind of hope that's what happens. Me personally, that's what I hope happens. I hope Fickle goes to Notre Dame, and I mm-hmm. hope Freeman goes to Cincinnati and becomes the head coach. Okay. If so, he doesn't get the head coaching job there. All right. Well, who goes to who goes to Oregon? Not Oregon. Oklahoma. Oh, Brent Venables. I think so too. I think it finally happens. Yeah, I think it finally. But th- didn't he just move his entire like family out to to Clemson? Don't think he cares. His kids have been going to school there forever. I- I'd be willing to bet you, JoJo, that he has a fucking, uh, freaking house in both places. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he has a freaking house and and both. Yeah, so I read somewhere where the, he just moved his in laws out to uh, to South Carolina, and so they were like, "Well, why would he leave? He just moved his in laws out," and then somebody else is like. That's exactly why you leave. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, made, me, made me laugh a little bit. A um, uh, plane ticket is why he would move him back. Bingo. Just kidding. I, I think Venables to Oklahoma is, uh, yes. I think that's a good fit. I need that to happen, And too. then Jeff Lebby, the OC, I've, I've read that, too. Like, he's basically, it's it's a DC-OC combo. Okay. Um, I can see that, too. Yeah, Ole Miss is, Ole Miss is OC right now to uh, to Oklahoma with him. Let's talk, let's talk about Gators, head coach. Okay. Billy... Napier, yeah. Um, how, how do you how do you feel about Billy Napier? I like Billy Napier. Okay, I do. I like I like Billy Napier a lot. Uh, see, so <clears throat> I think I texted you this. I'm not 100 percent sure I did or not. Um, I, I think so. The last year, two years ago, when when Norvell got hired by Florida State, mm-hmm. I felt like that was a really good hire. I I, I okay, yeah, you did. You I, I liked it. That. I yep. liked I liked uh, I liked what people were saying about him about his organization. His willingness to to adapt and be able to do different things, um, his uh, his grind, the grind. Everybody liked the grind that he yeah. had. Um, Memphis fans absolutely adored him and were happy for him to go to Florida State. Yep. Right. Yep. The uh, the Memphis president, the AD, the assistant AD, all came out with public sayings with, you know, we wish Mike Norvell nothing but success. He's been tremendous since he's been here. To me, it's very similar to to Billy Napier. Like same situation, Louisiana fans are are extremely happy for him. They're a okay with him leaving because of of the type of guy he's been. Um, AD, assistant AD, president have all come out with different different uh, 
little little endorsements, right? Endorsements, yeah. Talking about how great he's been, how they they wish him nothing but success. They're happy that he's getting the opportunity to go to the University of Florida. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, so I think he's I, I think that he's he's respected enough that it's that it, that I'm okay with it. I'm good with it actually. I'm I'm, I'm more than okay with it. Okay. Um, and it comes from a good coaching tree, correct? It like, comes from a really good coaching tree. Now, what happened at Clemson? Nobody really, I don't think, will ever truly know the truth of what happened at Clemson. Um, I know he was the, fired from there, right? He was, yes, he was fired from there. Um, but there's some differing story yeah, stories. There, as there's to why. there's smoke that that he uh, he punched Dabo in the face, and I, I said this last week. If that if that's the truth, sign him to a lifetime deal. <laughs> sign him lifetime. Don't care what happens. Don't care how good or bad he is. He can coach. He can coach for my team forever and ever. Okay. Um, truth be told, I don't know what happened there, but I know that his first year at Clemson, their offense was really, really good, and the second year he was at Clemson, his their offense was mediocre at best. Okay. Um, now whether that was Dabo taking over or whatever, I, again, not for me to to decide. Um, things that scared me was or are that when he was at Bama and they had a chance to promote from within. They did not. Mm-hmm. They got an outside guy to come in and be the OC. Yep. Um, so he stayed on as receivers coach until he finally ended up doing some different things or whatever. <laughs> so let me. So yes. So like, um, Brad, what's your opinion? Um, I know just kind of off the cuff here. What's your opinion on the uh, Billy Napier, Billy Napier hire? Well, it can go one of two ways. You can either get a Willie Taggart, which is going to set you back. Some time, or you can get a guy who we have faith in, like I do with Mike Norvell. I drink the Kool Aid with Willie. Um, I did too. I'll never forget. We were going to the Virginia Tech game, and I remember me, you, our friend Orion Cobbs. Um, uh, we were all sitting there throwing out scores, <laughs> and I've, uh, you're being a little, um, you know, you're giving yourself a little wiggle room. You're saying, "Oh, well, we're only going to win by a touchdown or two. And <laughs> yeah, Orion's yeah. a little crazier. He's like, "Ah, oh, we're, we're 28," and I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh, we're not when they drop this 40 on them," <laughs> you know, and then um. Unfortunately, the only person who had 40 dropped on him that day was me because I, I drank a 40. and Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it, was, it was tough times. Yeah, that was really, really bad. Um, I drank the Kool-Aid with him, and um, it could be really, really bad, or it could be really, really good. You don't know till they get there and they start coaching, and you see – because Willie said all the right things. He did great. He, he came in, and he had all of Florida State thing, and we are about to go to a New Year's Bowl game that first year and a national championship the next. Yep. I truly thought that. And then seeing what he put on the field, it was bad. Right. It was bad. We had them. Uh, we we were fortunate enough to have people that were close to the program, and they told us stories about just how unorganized he was and just how bad it was behind the scenes. I mean, you'd see the football field, and you, that was bad. But when behind the scenes, the stories we heard about Willie just never knowing what was going on with his own football team. You know, no discipline. Um, I think with Napier though, that's like he's he's the polar opposite. Though, yeah, right? And, and, right. And that's hopefully. Isn't, um, isn't hope- he like? Isn't he? By all accounts, he seems to be very Brad. I think he seems to be very very organized and very structured. Well, I hope for our friend Joey's sake that that's what happens. But secretly, I hope they get a Willie. But right. um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't see that this being that scenario. No, I don't either. The one thing too that I I think I I, I want to know how you feel, Joey. How do you feel about like him? Because there are some very um, similar um, connections to be made between Mike Norvell coming from a G5 Memphis mm-hmm. that was playing in the AAC championship game um, and Napier with Louisiana, mm-hmm. excuse me, coming from the Sun Belt. 
there are some like connections to be made. Do you like that he's coaching in that championship game as opposed to like salvaging what's happening in Gainesville? Because Mike didn't coach in his. Uh, yeah, no, I actually do. Really, I don't have a problem with that. See, like me, I'm I would be not frustrated, but like Bogle would have been like, all right, um, uh, I don't I don't want to lose any more guys. Like I, I need you to get here. Let's assemble the staff. Like because all that stuff could have already happened. No, I I agree with the, that. And I think I think I think behind closed doors, he's probably in the process of assembling that staff and I think it'll come out really, really quickly after that week or after this this conference championship. But it may a, week be, is a, a week is a long time in a 19-year-old's head or a 17-year-old's head yeah. in some cases. And, and, and he may already have his staff assembled, which is like, if, if that's the case, like if you're working like he should be working, then just like turn it over to somebody else there and let them guys go. I understand. And I still respect the fact that he's, he's finishing it out with his right. guys. Uh-huh. But like, it is especially in like the stakes the way they are with with the job that he's accepted like it's kind of a big deal um to a week is a long time right and 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 um like there's no press conference like like literally Norvell turned it over to Satter, Scott or not Scott Satterfield Satterfield yeah um and let him coach Memphis and and they rooted for him from afar but he was trying to get stuff in order with Florida State staff as far as hiring and, and, and recruiting and, and, and things like that. So I was just wondering your opinion. On yeah, that. I think I think the situations are a touch different. I think that Florida State was in a much worse situation overall. Like the program, Very good point. Um, the way the way everything was being run at the time. Like I don't think that Mullen ran it into the ground. I think that no. he lost interest or, or whatever the situation is. But That's the roster point. the roster's not in the most horribly terrible situation right now. That's a really good now, point. Now losing more bogles hurts. Like if you lose a couple more of that, that's got to stop. Those kind of guys, yeah, that that's not great. But the recruiting class in general really hasn't changed a whole lot since the news came out. Anyways, um, in fact, we've added a, a top one hundred and one guy. Yeah, um, our first top one hundred and one guy. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think the situations are different because of where the programs were at. I don't think Florida's in a horrible place right now. I really don't. I agree. Um, I'll buy that. I'll, I absolutely will buy that. I think that's a really good point. So I, I had not thought about that. That's yeah, a good, that's a good point. So I, I, I'm that's why I'm okay, and, and it shows that he like I think he truly cares about that university. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Like if I truly care about something, you're gonna have to understand if I'm a little bit late to where I'm gonna be. You know what I mean? Like, and it sucks. I get it. It sucks. It's everybody wants him here right now because then you you start to know more, and the more yeah. you know, the easier it is, and the better the the transition is. That's fair. But the problem with that is is like I mean. He, he wants to coach that team, and I can I can I can appreciate where he's coming from there. I would like for them to announce hires. Yeah, but it's also hard to do that without meeting with the current staff. Like you have to meet with them at some point. Right, that takes time too, and that takes time. And I will say this: the current Brandon's staff not your friend right now. The current staff is recruiting their asses off. This they is are. the most they've recruited <laughs> since any of them have been here. Dead serious. job security, baby. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm to sure keep that's my job. yeah, I'm sure that's part of it. But I, I don't know. I, so. Is it the greatest situation for Florida? No, but is it the worst? Eh, nah, not really. I, I like your answer there. I like your answer. You swayed me a little bit. I, I initially would be like a little bit selfish, and I want you in Gainesville now. Yeah, like I want you doing. I need you to work for me now. Yeah. Um, but I can also, I can also see both. I mean, obviously, I see both sides of it. But um, my last thing on Napier, and then we need to get to like the real coaching carousel. We're at an hour and twenty minutes. Love this. <laughs> um. The last thing I want to I want to ask you about where I have a little bit of pause with Napier because everything that I've heard has always been like it, it, so far it's been majority from Gator fans and it's like sun like you know sunshine and daisies. Oh, I've seen a lot that don't like it. Really, a lot. 
Well, I don't have those people on my, somehow that somehow they don't they don't their tweets don't get liked. Yeah. They don't get popped up on my feed, right? Naturally. Right. <clears throat> um but if I were a Gator fan, here's I, and this is my question to you. And I, you may have already thought about it and maybe you haven't. And Brad, I'm going to ask you next too. So, he's in the Sun Belt. Mhm. With like the only notable team in the Sun Belt is Coastal and App Appalachian, State. Yeah. Yeah, App State, App State, then Coastal probably. Mm-hmm. Um, App State's been more more consistent. The recruiting at that level isn't isn't would by by anyways by any means be considered like elite. One hundred percent agree. Everything that I've been reading about Napier, primarily from Florida fans, is that he's a very very good re- recruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read something today. He's a pit bull on the trail, and when he gets his mind on one, he goes and gets him. Like he's a very good organized recruiter right so i think it's safe to say that he has by far and away the best talent in the Sun Belt. probably maybe close to app state maybe coastal right, right. i was gonna say them. app state definitely those three are in a, in a tier to their own but if he's the recruiter that he says he is i mean he's eight no he's eight no in the conference 11 to one overall um he is now i believe they've had some close games this season against the bad teams against the bad teams mm-hmm. with Superior talent mm-hmm. that would I would have a little bit of pause with that because what I will say is this and and there are Seminole fans who aren't realists and and can't um, take their blinders off. I'm not one of those. I agree. I get treated like one, but I'm not one of those. No, I agree with you. But that won't work in the SEC. Like that, what will not be in the case is there will not be teams recruiting at the Georgia Southern, Troy, Arkansas State, South Alabama level. Yeah. You know, you see where I'm going with this? Right. No, I do. That's a – for me, like, if I was a Gator fan, like, probably the only bit of concern I would have is, A, the unknown, B, that I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy how this happened. I may be happy with the hire, but, like, I'd much rather have an engaged Dan Mullen. 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, think that we, I think we all would like that. I think that. everyone would. And, there, and if you don't, then you're being a little bit silly and you're being a prisoner of the moment. Right. Um. But the fact that he does recruit at such a higher level than the, the, the teams that he's played he's had close games with – would be like a bit of concern for me because the close game in the Sun Belt is an ass whooping in the SEC. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think a lot of uh, I think he, I think a lot of his success is going to come from the hires that he makes. Okay, and I think a lot of the the lack of success over the last because Dan Mullen can he's able to hide because of his coaching ability. He can out coach everybody because he can out coach a lot of people, yes, and, and he knows that. He and pencil whips people. <clears throat> he pencil whips the hell out of people, and he again he knows that. Yeah. But then when you can't yeah. and you don't have as much talent, that's tough. Or and, and that happens when you're not engaged, and and, when and you're, you're no yes. longer game planning to the level you should. Right. And you don't have the same talent. I, I Shane Shane mentioned this to me. I don't remember when it was a day or two ago, but he was talking about uh, when they fired. When they made him fire Grantham mm-hmm. and Hevesy, which were, I mean, that's his boys. He, they, you said it right. They made him. Yeah. That's when things started to go awry for him. Yep. Like, you could tell from that moment on, it was like, Mm-mm, I'm out. I'm yep. good. Yep. That's my people. I agree. And so, like, but those guys, Hevesy, Grantham, they don't recruit. They let Dan him down. Mullen. They don't recruit. They let him down. Like, they're, they're, they're all the same. Like, they have the same thought process of, I can pencil whip you, so I'm good. Yeah, I can I can do that with anybody. Yeah, just bring me three, four, five guys in here, and we'll be fine. We're good. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. It works till it don't. It works till it don't. And so that, in my opinion, that's where it went wrong for Dan Mullen. Whereas with Napier, I I think that he'll 
he'll try to beat you on the trail. Uh-huh. And then hopefully with his coordinator hires and his positional coach hires, like everybody can do that. And then when you have the same amount of talent, I mean, yeah, you're going to lose games. That's that's normal. That's that's okay unless you're Georgia right now, and then you're not going to lose games. But nobody has their level of talent, though. Nobody, nobody. So but they it, can do what the hell and they so, want. And so, yeah, people can say, "Well, let's let's compete with Georgia on the trail." You can't right now. You have to work your way to getting to somewhere near that level. Yeah, like I that's agree. that's the goal. Like you're not going to go year one and be like, "Okay, let's compete with Georgia on the trail." Mm-mm. No, you know what you do? You do what Florida State did, and I'm so happy that they did this. And and this might make a lot of sense to you. They went after. The the Travis Hunter, he's kind of an anomaly. Right, right, right. Don't right. play in the country. He just loves Florida State. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Derwin James. Derwin James just loved Florida State. He had a tattoo right. of Seminole had, head at ninth grade. Right. Like, he just loved Florida State. We were always going to get him. I'm not saying we're going to get Travis Hunter because until that kid signs, I don't, I don't right. put nothing 100%. past anyone. Yeah. But what I'm saying is they went after, like, the guys that Georgia and Bama and Clemson might not have room for. So, like, they went after the guys that, like, Bama, Georgia, those elite of the elite, Ohio State's, they'll keep those guys warm, but they won't ever give them the green light to commit until late in the process when they finally, oh, you know what? We do have room for you. We'll take you. Right. Florida State recruited the hell out of those guys and, and made them a top priority. Like, we'll let you commit yesterday. Right. And they, and they were able to land some of those. And it worked out so far. That's why they have a top 12 class being five and seven because – they they made those guys priority early, mm-hmm. and and it worked out to where Bama and Clemson and those other programs just don't have enough room. Like they're about to get a, a high four star, almost a five star D lineman out of Tiff, Georgia. Um, he's committed to Georgia as we speak, but the the issue is Georgia signed three right. five star D tackles. This guy will be their fourth best D lineman in this class. In the class, not on the on the roster. Not to mention in the class. Yeah, he's twelfth on the depth chart. <laughs> Second in Tallahassee. Yeah, you can go play right now. But I'm, but I'm saying, so like they target those guys early. That guy's like, he makes a business decision. Like, I cannot do this. I can't be, he ain't scared of competition. I mean, maybe he is, but like, or he may be a realist. And be like, I'm just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I brought that point up just because I was just curious your opinion on it. It's something absolutely like to consider um, because. I mean, if, if he's recruiting at the highest level in the Sun Belt, and they're they're eleven and one, they're eight and zero in the conference. I'm not saying that. Yeah, they've got they've got three straight ten win seasons there. I'm not saying they suck. That's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying like the margin in, margin for error in the Sun Belt is it's a little uh, different than the SEC. SEC. Than the SEC. Yeah, it's something to monitor. That's all. <coughs> Excuse me again. Sorry. Um, no, and I agree with you. And, and I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on Billy Napier, the uh, the head coach or the the offensive guru or anything like that. But I am sold on Billy Napier, the CEO, yeah. which I was the opposite of with Dan Mullen. Yep. Not sold on Dan Mullen, the CEO. Coach, yeah. Okay. Rumor is he's going to Bama if Bill O'Brien leaves. And please, never. Don't want that. Oh, please, gosh. God, no. Oh, never gosh. want that. Ever. He don't have to recruit there. It recruits itself. Yeah, and then he he just, have, he don't have, Nick Saban may not even make him leave the facility. Yeah, and then, it just, and then, yeah, he just gets to play with oh, toys. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be a nightmare for anyone in the SEC. Yeah. In the nation. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. No, don't like that. So, so they're complete opposites in that regard. Like, yep. I think Napier is going to be a great CEO. I, I, I don't know that he's going to be – like, if he has to take control of the offense, which is his kind of background, I don't know that I'm, I'm overly in love with that. I, my hope is Tom Herman gets there and he gets two years of, of being the OC and then it's a revolving door because we're successful, right? Right. That's, that's the hope always. Um, 
But I think for, for Napier, it, a lot of it depends on the staff and who he has around him. Yeah, that's like I, huge. It is huge for him. That's everyone too, though. I mean, it is to, a, to a degree. For him. But like coaches like him. Yeah, for for him right now. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's huge who he has around him. Um, um, on Napier, real quick, I'm gonna name drop a bit. I was so obviously I work and coach and teach in Union County. Um, CJ Spiller stopped by today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were talking with him a little bit and. He was I, apparently they crossed paths with Napier at some point. Um, maybe at Clemson, maybe not. Probably at Clemson. Yeah, it, was, it, it had at, to have been at Clemson. I believe it was at Clemson. Um, and he had very. He spoke very highly of him. He said, and this was his quote, and I quote from C.J. Spiller. He said, "If Florida gives him a real chance and time, he will get that thing going in the right direction." Yeah, that's somebody that knows what the right direction looks like. He has someone who mm-hmm. knows the guy how he coached. That's somebody that has firsthand experience, and like I said, CJ Spiller knows what the freak the right direction looks like. One hundred percent. He wasn't just blowing smoke like we we're just all talking, sitting on the couch. Like he wasn't. He was not trying to be politically correct at all. I can, I promise you that was not the setting. Right. It was just where it was, all, that was his true feelings. He legitimately believed that if Florida and their fans, that's why he also said that. Because he almost went to Gainesville, Florida, mm-hmm. and he almost left Clemson and went to Florida. Too. Yeah. People don't know that. You know that. But I'd heard that. I don't. I mean, oh, well, it's hard he, to really. He know. didn't tell me that, but like, but yeah, he, but he did say that if Florida, the university, and their fans give Napier time, he'll get this thing going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that from a lot of lot of other people as well that are well, that are in the industry and and see it. Then leave that man alone and let him coach. Yeah, I think I think Strickland knows that. Uh, this is it for him. Oh, it has to work, or he it has to work. Job. Right. Yeah. This is this was his last hoorah. Yeah, he gets all the resources he needs. I think you right. said that, and I think that's even more amplified now. Yeah. Um. So, so I think that I think that they're giving Napier what he wants. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done it because he has he's had chances to go to other SEC schools: South Carolina, Mississippi State, Auburn, Baylor. Obviously, not in the SEC, but he had a chance to go there. Right. So. Uh, along with like I think Arizona or Arizona State, one of those two. Uh, Arizona State, I think, is what it was because he had already been there. Um, but he he didn't choose those. He he wanted something that was the right fit for him and the right fit for the program. I don't know. Again, I want to be as optimistic as anybody because it's it's my team. That's who I want. I, I want them to be successful. So I'm very optimistic. But I, I think I'm optimistic in a in a realistic manner. Um, we like to call it cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I am. That's where I'm at. I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic because I've heard such great things, and they're yeah. like his peers speak so highly yeah. of him, and this play, his current players speak so highly of him, and the fan base that's there speaks so highly of him, and it, it's just as a, as your buddy, and I think Brad made <sighs> co-sign. Um, I think for sure we're not closing it out yet, but I'm just giving you the chance <laughs> to get on the mic. Um, <laughs> I think, as as your buddy, do be cautiously optimistic because we were not with Willie. We Man. thought for sure the sky was the limit. He was bringing in all those recruits. We're I'm, gonna we're I, gonna I, win I feel twelve. Bad for y'all. We're gonna win twelve games, and then <laughs> down goes Frazier. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you one thing about Willie is like he was a really really great recruiter. Mm-hmm. So like um that coming in, we thought he was going to be. Kinda. He wasn't really. Willie Taggart was not a realist. Willie Taggart was going after Evan Neal, the five-star tackle that went to Alabama. But like Willie Taggart thought he was actually going to get him, and so he kept that guy as Plan A. 
never ever ventured to plan B or plan C when he actually did indeed sign with Alabama. <laughs> Florida State was up the creek without a paddle, and that's why our offensive tackles get ran around like a Ferris wheel right now. And see, it's it's nice having insight like that because I I didn't know that. But um um, he was supposedly a very right. elite recruiter. He was a good recruiter. And um, uh, when he came in, like I was telling Chris, I just thought this guy was about to, like because he said and did all the right things before the season started. Like when when we when we talk about it, it's like he's got him listening to music. He's changing the culture. I'm thinking we're going to be running teams off the field by 40, and then, like, we did not. And, like, um, um, you had a really good point earlier about Napier and, like, um, uh, how Dan Mullen is leaving them in a better situation than we got left in. Right. With um, Willie, because Jimbo didn't leave us in a terrible situation. It was kind of bad, but he I, was I don't check- know. Jimbo, Jimbo checked out so bad that the recruiting wasn't good his last the year. The recruiting there. wasn't good, but he didn't leave us in a dumpster fire. We got put in Willie, who turned a bad situation way worse. Like, if, if we could have had Norvell come right after um, a Jimbo, I think that would have been a lot less of a mess for him to clean up than what he's currently been cleaning up. Right. I was never a fan of Willie, and that's well, well, well documented. Oh, no, you told us that. Yeah, and I, and I didn't want to be negative Nancy at that time, but... I just his his overall record spoke for itself in my opinion, and I, I think it's coming true now. I, I don't I don't I just don't think he's a great coach. I think he's I think he's good at certain aspects of the coaching game, but I don't think he's a great coach. And that there's a there's way more layers to coaching than just being a great coach. Jimbo quit recruiting too. Yeah, like that, quit quit like totally like quit stopped. Like, remember when um, our listeners may remember, and, and I'm a, kind of a recruit, Nick, and I, Joey, you are too, but Grayson, high school out of Georgia, Yep. they had, like, uh, Kenyatta Watson, as a matter of fact, was there. Um, they had, like, 12, 11 or 12 guys um, that all went, like, major power 5 D1. Like, uh, for example, Owen Popo went to Auburn, five-star linebacker. Wanya Morris went to Tennessee, five-star offensive tackle. Um, there was so many. There was there was so, so many. Um Florida State was, like, legit in great position for, like, six or seven of them. Like, seven out of one high school. And then, like, he just, like, legitimately quit recruiting. Yeah. Kenyard Watson works for Florida State now. But, like, he just, like, literally stopped recruiting. And so, um, it was a mess when Willie got there, in fairness to Willie. But he didn't help with it either. Um, no, he made it worse. Yeah. But that, that sent us in a coaching carousel. Um and I feel like we've landed on somebody that can actually maybe that is competent and that is maximizing what they have. But speaking of carousels, Joey, we talked about Notre Dame a little bit. Um, we, we we have to obviously talk about Brian Kelly leaving um, Notre Dame and going to LSU. Yeah, and you have really really strong feelings on Brian Kelly, and I'm curious about those. I'm curious about those feelings. Um, how do you feel about the LSU hire of Brian Kelly? Oh, as a Gator fan, I love it. I absolutely adore it. I think it sets them back forever. I, I don't think they. I don't think they recover from it because Stop they. Stop it! I don't. I don't. I don't think they recover from this because they don't have the like. They're going to have to pay him so much money to fire him. I don't think they'll be bad enough to where they're going to go irrelevant. I don't think that. I think he's good enough to where they stay relevant, but they have zero chance. Zero chance. No chance. So why okay. to win a national title with him there? Okay. <clears throat> Why don't what about <laughs> I know this is going I can't wait. What about Brian Kelly? <laughs> what about Brian Kelly 
What about him do you not like? Like what? Why don't you? Why do you hate that guy so much? It's not that I hate a, the guy. As a coach, as a coach. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. hate the guy. Why I don't do you know hate the him guy. As a coach, so much. I just, I'm shocked. I'm shook by this. I just don't know. I, I can't figure out what he's done that makes him worth ten years, ninety-five million, and all the other stuff that goes with it. Hold that thought. Okay. First of all, that's kind of run of the mill now. Unfortunately, sadly, crazily, yes, that is. Mel freaking Tucker got 10 years, 95 million. Mel no, Tucker. No offense to Mel Tucker. No, none. No offense to get Mel Tucker. Get your bag, homeboy. Absolutely get your bag, 100%. But that guy doesn't deserve that right okay. now, but as we speak. That's he the had, norm. He had one good season at Michigan State and zero good at Colorado or Michigan State prior to this. Agreed. I'm just trying to tell you, like, Whoa. I don't think 15 But million. I'm, I'm actually very happy for Mel Tucker. And I think that he actually is a pretty good coach. <laughs> oh, okay. I would lean the other way. We're going to find out. I wouldn't have given him that money. He but struck. We're he gonna struck find out. Um, he did strike transfer portal gold. They had, like, 17 guys all turned stars out of the portal. True. Can you duplicate it? I don't know. I mean, it takes, that, takes, that takes talent. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm again. I'm all for it. Right. I just don't think it's so egregious to think that 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 that's that's so much money now, right? Because it seems to be a bit like the norm. Like Napier is making seven and a half, right? It's two million more per year. He for, has no experience for five more years, bro. This yes, okay. So I'm gonna give you two records, okay? Because I did some research because I knew Joey had strong, strong opinions on Brian Kelly, and I'm not sure I understand. Hold that thought, Chris. Uh, we, uh, because of time constraints of our of our length of our episodes here, we're gonna have to break this up into two parts. So this is part one. Make sure you go find part two. And uh, yeah, don't, you don't want to miss it. It's gonna be. I promise, it's a good one.